card does that cost more than one color are going to be not as good in Oathbreaker as they are in other formats. Especially since a lot of people like Oathbreaker because it's similar to Commander. Except the Planeswalker is the Commander. But the reason why they're not so good is because we have a smaller pool of Planeswalkers and a lot of Planeswalkers are singular in color. But if you do want something like, say, Mirari's Wake, that's in the top 100 cards for EDH because it buffs up all your creatures, it doubles your land, doubles your mana, I mean. For the most part, there's some exceptions. And it's an enchantment, so it's a little bit harder to remove, but in Oathbreaker, permanent removal is more important than an EDH, which means if you did cast Mirari's Wake, it's more likely to get taken out because people are more likely to have enchantment removal rather than just a creature removal where an EDH where it's more popular in and why am I comparing EDH to Oathbreaker because they both have commanders people like do the flip-flop you couldn't have any planeswalker as your commander in EDH but you can in Oathbreaker except there's like one that I think is banned yeah the one this is just a combo. You know, so... Where's I going? So, that's why a lot of EDH players are switching over to Oathbreaker, because that's really interesting to them, and that's what I did. I liked EDH the most, and then I heard about Oathbreaker, and then I tore apart all my EDH decks and built Oathbreaker decks. And I learned, because it's harder to get multicolored Planeswalkers, it's a lot harder to use multicolored cards, because they're limited so much. Like Mirari's Wake, you can only really use in like Watley, Radiant, and Ajani, the green white ones. But those decks do care a lot about creatures and this uh, Mirari's Wake does care a lot about creatures and doubles your land and you'll want plenty of mana for summoning big creatures that will help you win the game. And creatures are very important maybe even more important in Oathbreaker than in EDH because you gotta protect your Planeswalkers. Uh, people in EDH complain about Planeswalker as commanders because like, oh, uh, if somebody has a Planeswalker, it's kind of like an extra player in the game and the more people there are, the longer the games can stretch out because there's more people that you gotta interfere with and so on forth. So they don't like Planeswalkers that much. But in EDH, because Planeswalkers weren't always being played, if somebody did play a Planeswalker, there's usual consensus, yeah, we'll take that out so we don't have to worry about it. And it's kind of not on the field for much time at all. But then Super Friends decks are really powerful in EDH, and that's kind of getting introduced into Oathbreaker but mostly because the Planeswalker is in the command zone, and now everybody has Planeswalkers. And one of the reasons why Planeswalkers were so hard to be dealt with in Elder Dragon Highlander is because the, the commander were creatures, creatures would synergize together, there'd be some tribal mechanics, and people would be like, okay, creature removal, that's the majority of what's gonna go on. And some also artifact removal, because the main source of ramp was artifacts for like any color that wasn't green. And Mirari's Wake isn't green, but if you're green, white, I can see you still using it. It just, it is more prone to getting removed because people typically don't run enough enchantment removal in EDH as is desired. 
So I mentioned earlier that creatures are more important in Oathbreaker than they are in EDH, and why is that? Because you need your creatures to protect your planeswalker and to threaten your opponent's planeswalkers. Often in EDH, if there's a board of creatures and you don't have a lot of creatures and you put down a planeswalker, it's gonna get trampled over, so you hold off on it until you get more creatures on the board, and that's gonna be happening for everybody in Oathbreaker. So, there are gonna be so many more creatures to protect and attack. And that may mean that uh, token strategies will become more common in Oathbreaker. Uh, two for one cards will be really good. They'll, they'll like those a lot to protect. Is <laughs> more spells, not more spells, more creatures for less spells. So Mirai's Wake does have the benefit of boosting all your creatures, making them more threatening if you're doing a token strategy. And there is a lot of tokens in white, and with green you can ramp it out earlier. So I think Mirari's Wake can actually be more powerful in Oathbreaker than in EDH, but in general I think multicolored spells are worse in Oathbreaker because there's way less decks that you can use them in, because there's hundreds! Maybe thousands of green and white commanders you can use in EDH, but there's like less than 10 in Oathbreaker, and most of those are Johnny. <laughs> Mirari's Wake, I do think it's better in Oathbreaker than in EDH, but in general, multicolored spells will be harder to use, they'll be less popular in Oathbreaker than in EDH. Well, I hope you've learned a little bit from this and can apply this information. Because I just said that multicolored spells will not be as good in Oathbreaker as they are in EDH, uh, multicolored commander planeswalkers will be better because you have a much more diverse pool of cards to choose from. Which is also true in commander, but since this video is not for like expert level, this is like in intro to intermediate, that might be uh, something you didn't know before, I'm just letting you know. So. Thank you, have a wonderful day. Please give this video a thumbs up. Bye-bye. <laughs>